0: to dig into today's episode with you. Hello, my friends. Welcome to the podcast. This episode is a really special one. I ended up doing a webinar this past weekend for people who are really struggling with speaking out and standing up right now confidently. As you know, The Black Lives Matter movement, which is really a marathon. I want to call it a marathon because a movement is something that we think maybe is happening for a little while. We put a black square on our Instagram and that's it. I want to invite you to think about this as a marathon something you can't sprint with, something that we need you to continue staying with, that you rest, you get back up and you stay in the fight. And I believe we need all hands on deck for this. And so I have been really doing everything I can on my end with my influence, with my podcast, with my community, with my sisterhood, women, my clients, everyone, everywhere, really figuring out what I can do, what I can do to stand up, speak out and share how I can let go of getting it wrong and the opinion of others so that I can confidently speak my truth and my voice and influence good. Because if you know me, you've been following me, you've been on this podcast for a while, you know that I don't hold back and that I speak what I feel and that I am about justice. And I talk a lot about everything I believe in, not only matters of race, but also the child sex trafficking and how horrible that is and how we can help and contribute. You know, I share about my sexual abuse. I share about everything. I don't hold back, and so this is no different. And for me, growing up in America, being from Boston, being Puerto Rican, growing up in the ghetto, like, I understand what goes on in America, yet there's so much more I need to understand. And I live in Australia. I make money in this country. I work here. I love it here. My children are from here. My husband is from here. And I know nothing about the Black Lives Matter movement in Australia. Not anymore, I do know stuff about it now because this week I've been researching and connecting with amazing Aboriginal women who are fucking incredible. But what I want to tell you is that it's not good enough to say you don't know. It's not good enough to say you don't have the confidence to say anything, so you look away. And I know that we are one humanity, we are one collective, and we cannot do this alone. We need everybody to come together. And there is something that you can do, and there is something that I can do, and there is something that all of us can do. And so in today's episode, I'm basically letting you into our webinar, our, our audio recording version of our webinar that we held. And if you're interested and you want to watch this webinar, please email us support at the queenofconfidence.com. I would be happy to send you the link of this replay. My husband was on board with me sharing about his insights into it as a meditation teacher, as a as a coach, as somebody who's lived in Australia all his life and has had issues with racism because of his brown skin. And it was an incredible, incredible sacred time that we had together with many people online from different parts of the world. And I hope that you take something away from this message. And I hope that it is that you are not going to get it right and you're not going to be perfect and that we don't need perfection. We need you to stand up. We need you to speak out. We need you to let go of the opinion of others and trying to get it right. Because we won't get it right. That's the whole point. We're going to make mistakes and that's okay. As long as we say we made a mistake and we correct ourselves and we're willing to learn and expand and grow and be better as a collective. And so I really hope that this serves you today. And I thank you so much for being here. As people keep joining in, we're just going to get started because we have an hour today. And really this, the intention of this is to create a safe space so you all know that you're safe with us here, um, and a place where we can learn how to be a part of this much-needed movement and conversation that's going on in the world. Um, So I just really quickly want to acknowledge you and thank you for being here. Um, I'm really, really grateful that you chose to be here, and you being here means that you want to be a part of this and means that you are looking for answers and ways that you can become a part of this conversation, Um, and I really acknowledge you for that. So welcome. Um, so for those that don't know me, my name is Erica. I'm a confidence coach. I live in Melbourne, Australia. I'm originally from Boston. Uh, my heart is fucking breaking with what's going on back home in my country. Uh, I'm Puerto Rican. So, you know, I'm a person of color. Hamish is
1: Sri Lankan, am Sri Lankan is yeah, yeah, yep. Sri Lankan background.
0: Yep. Um, so yeah, as a confidence coach, <laughs> the work I do is really to help women um, to stand in their voice and claim confidence and let go of trying to get it right and the opinion of others. So I could not not do something like this. Um, I could not, like it was coming out of me. Um, But this is important for me to say, because in this webinar and this training, I'm not a confidence coach for women. You know, I'm, I'm a confidence coach for the world. I feel like right now we all need to come together. That's why Hamish is here in case we get any guys that join us. Um, usually I work with women, but this conversation is for all people who want to get involved and may feel like they're worried, they're scared, they don't know what to say, they don't know how to say it. Um, we want to give you some tools today to be able to be a part of this conversation because we have no choice. Like this is we, we need everybody, all hands on deck. And you can introduce yourself, Mr. Kramer.
1: Um, yeah, well, I'm obviously Eric is... <laughs> husband. Um, and uh, yeah, I'm a, you know, I'm a coach as well for men. And um, I'm also a healer and shamanic practitioner. So I do a lot of work with men in that respect, um, you know, feeling their emotions, um, you know, coming back and healing, healing the energetic body. So that's my work. I'm a meditation teacher as well, because I find that meditation is definitely a great uh, segue or gateway to a lot of these things that we're trying to achieve today. So while Erica will definitely be here to give you tools on how to be more confident, um, I, I may be here to offer some advice on how to become more centered as well yeah. and more peaceful during this time, because I did a meditation only a couple of moments ago. And um, you know, a lot of this stuff that we're going through can be quite heavy and you can't engage with it 24-7 as well. I was telling Erica, sometimes we, you know, it's good to be passionate about these things and talk and maybe some of you, your businesses are online and so you're you're feeling the need to express and talk and have these discussions and learn. But sometimes that can be quite exhausting as well and overwhelming and there does need to be a period of taking a step back and unplugging and getting back into nature or back into your body so that you can recharge. Mm -hmm. Um, Many of the things that we're talking about are, they're going to take some time. It's, it's a long-term, it's a marathon and we can't sprint to the end. So in order for that to happen, we need all of us to make sure that we're taking care of ourselves inside of that. And for me, meditation or self-care is, is essential in order to keep moving forward. Otherwise our emotions will overwhelm us. And then mm-hmm. our emotions and our reactions are what ends up on social media or with our families and friends or colleagues. That's you know, we're, we're out of sorts. We're not in alignment with ourselves. So Mm. a part of today will be, I guess, just discussing how to make sure that you're in alignment with yourself and your values. And then, you know, doing that in a confident way.
0: Yes. Yes. Thank you. So really quickly, I want to acknowledge our black people. I want to acknowledge our people of color. I want to acknowledge our Aboriginal people, our first nations people. I want to acknowledge you if you're on this call, if you want to speak, if you have something to say, if you want to share Safe space for you as well. I would love to hear. So just unmute yourself. Let's make this a conversation. Um, I acknowledge all of us for coming together and, and understanding that this is a moment where we need to speak out, and this is a moment where, you know, it is about the Black Lives Matters movement. But for me, if you know me and you work with me, for me, I'm about justice in general. You know, all justice. This isn't a trend thing. This is who we're, we need to become this. And if you've identified yourself that in your life or in your business or in your family, justice is and caring for people all over the world has not been a part of the threads of your of your home or the threads of your, of your life, your values and your clothing, then I definitely recommend that we take this moment here today for you to start, and we're going to give you some actionable tools, but for you to start implementing this in your life, in your business, in your friend circles. You know, I know I said to Hamish myself, I've got Latin women on my podcast. I don't have any black ladies on my podcast. You know, like I haven't done that and I need to do better in that. I don't know anything about the aboriginal land here. I don't know about the culture. I need to do better with that. So these are the areas where even me, a person of color who comes from America and who thinks I understand, there's so much more. So, so if you're, if you're white and if you don't understand any of it, like there's more to do, there's more for me to do. There's more for Hamish to do. Mm -hmm. There's more for all of us to do. And so I I really am so happy that we're able to have this amazing conversation. And if you want to chat in the chat box, please feel free. Um, I think we've got people from everywhere on this call today and it is being recorded. So we will send replays. And if you're watching the replay, let us know chat in the box as well. Um, So I feel uh, one of the things that I thought in my business that I could do was was create this because I feel that we are being called to confidence right now. I feel like you're either not going to say anything and you're going to pretend to be quiet and be really uncomfortable and be worried about people noticing how quiet you are, or you're going to be like, fuck it. I'm going to say something. I'm going to speak out however I can. And so I feel like it's a really hectic time because we can't hide. You know, it's never been, it's almost like God, universe, whoever you believe in is going, I know you don't believe in yourself, but I need you to. And I'm going to force you to right now. Like, which I think is so exciting. Thank you, 2020. Like, this is the year of all of this right now. Um, So doing so, being called to confidence, being called to speak out and say something, I feel like it's about being, and, and I don't know if you saw, some of you may have saw my video on Instagram where it was like, letting go of the fear um, and letting go of the guilt because it is not going to help you or me or anybody um, in this moment and in this movement. It is about letting go of fear and letting go of guilt and stepping into courage and stepping into awareness. Um, One of our our students in, in our sisterhood said to us, You know, people need to acknowledge their emotions and acknowledge their guilt and sit in their emotions. And I disagreed with the word guilt. I think I'm using the word guilt, and instead of guilt, I'm using awareness. So I'm replacing the word guilt with awareness, right? So up to you how you want to, but it's important that we do also acknowledge how we may feel. So I think you were saying something about if somebody does feel bad that they've been acting a certain way or that they didn't know about their privilege. Yeah, right,
1: like, I mean, we were talking about guilt and, and, and guilt of privilege. And there's two prongs to this process. You have to acknowledge the emotion. And, and, and I think with me, obviously, working with men, the biggest thing that we tend to do is not acknowledge the emotion. We go straight to the solution. So there has to be an acknowledging of the emotions. I feel guilt. I feel angry. I feel resentful. I'm pissed off, whatever it is. The key from there, which me and Erica were discussing from, mm-hmm. is what you do from then on from that point. Once you've acknowledged the emotion, once you've felt it, and you can express it and feel it in many ways. Um, Obviously, we don't want to be taking those feelings of guilt or anger or resentments at another person, because that's not fair. But acknowledging and feeling your emotions first. But the second part of it is then what do you do? And often what we're seeing is some people getting locked into the emotion. I feel guilt, I feel guilt, I feel guilt, and they keep perpetuating the guilt take a moment and feel the emotion, acknowledge it, feel it in whichever way you feel it's a positive way to feel it. We're not denying people's emotions, but also getting stuck in those heavier, lower emotions doesn't help anybody either. Mm. Um, because while it's, it's, I, I compare it to anger. It's like I can, something can get me angry and I can direct that anger positively. But if I stay in that anger, then that anger actually ends up affecting me. I, it ends up being like a poison that I'm drinking. Um, But if I can have, if I can experience the anger, acknowledge the anger, invite it in, direct it appropriately, then I can create space inside of me because Mm -hmm. I've acknowledged those feelings. Now there's room for me to go, okay, now that I've expressed that and understand that emotion, what, how can I use my brain to now understand this better, to change the way that I've been living, to alter my behavior, to alter the way that I've been thinking, to change my relationships, to change my community and maybe change the world. So, you know, first comes the emotion and then comes the way that we can then process that emotion and change our lives. Mm. And some of us are getting stuck in either the, either end of those. We're either not acknowledging the emotion or we're getting stuck in the thinking, thinking, what can I do? What can I do? What can I do? What can I do? And that's been fueled by an emotion that hasn't been acknowledged as yet. So this is the process of feeling and then thinking, feeling and then thinking. So that's what we were discussing. Mm. And hopefully mm. through that, we can help through the understanding of your emotions and the understanding of the ways that you're thinking, then be more confident to then express yourself. Otherwise, you're always going to be stuck in the mind or you're going to be suppressing some sort of emotion.
0: Yeah. And so we want to say that it's, it's, it's important you acknowledge that you feel bad about guilt or your privilege or all of that. And instead of feeling bad for too long, I'm like gratitude. I'm like, wow, I'm so grateful I have clean running water. Wow, I'm so grateful that my children are not getting beat up by police because of the color of their skin. As opposed to uh, I've seen many, many of the ladies that I follow on Instagram, the black women are like, when you do a post about how sorry and sad you are and how your heart's breaking and how you as a white person or a person that's not black is it's me, me, me. You know what I mean? It's like, I'm going through so much. I'm so exhausted. I don't know. I, 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 I. you're really not acknowledging the movement or acknowledging what they're going through. And it's like you talking to your best friend who lost her mother. And you're like, yeah, I can imagine how that is. I know when I lost my mother and it's like your friend lost her mother and you're with yourself. Makes sense. It's that kind of example. And so right now it's like, um, and Belle, thank you for the comment that said, I've seen so many posts from friends saying they don't want to get it wrong by, take, by talking about Black Lives Matter and anti-racism. And what I would love, love, love to invite you all to think, if somebody was beating someone up in front of you and there was a way to jump into it, the, a right way, one right way, but you didn't know it, would you stay frozen and watch it and go, fuck, I wish I knew the right way? No. If somebody beat a child in front of you, if somebody did something, whatever your value is, a dog, a person, a child, you know, your mother, someone you love, put whatever thing you need to put for this example. Would you allow that to happen because you didn't know the right way? No, of course not. And so this is no different, you know, um, and, and, I, and I'm going to talk about fear and, and caring what people think and getting attacked and trolled. I'm going to talk about that because that's very important. And I think that's the biggest thing online is that we're scared that someone's going to say something and we're going to look like a terrible person. But initially, when we talk about this, of you seeing an injustice happening, whether it's in front of you, whether it's on the internet, whether it's hearsay or whatever it is, you've seen it on the media. What I want us to know is that we can't get it wrong. You know, you genuinely can't get it wrong. And if you know, and I say this a lot to the ladies that work with me, if you know that in your heart and soul, you are congruent as fuck. And you're like, nah, I'm here and I'm being kind. And I'm doing this with the love of my heart and you say whatever you say, and it's wrong, and someone has something to say to you, daring greatly, you're in the arena, and they're pointing at you from the sidelines, awesome. Awesome. I'm in the fucking arena, y'all. Like, I'm in here trying and adding, and I don't need to prove shit to anyone. And so I want you to know that the guilt and the fear stops us. And you know, guilt and shame are the lowest vibrational frequency that you can ever live in. It's very self-indulgent. It's very self-pity. It's very eye-focused. We, we need to move away from the guilt and the pity and, and the shame and move into, I don't know what the fuck to do. I don't know what the fuck to say, uh, but I'm not cool with what's going on. And I want everybody to know that I want to help however I can. Like that is so honest, That is so honest and beautiful to go. I don't actually know if I'm supposed to say black or person of color or brown or what do I say, but I'm going to say this. Mm -hmm. And then guess what? Do some fucking research. You know, do some research. Go, I want to do this post because that's also irresponsible to go. How do I say it? What do I say? You know, I remember asking Angel, my friend Angel, like, what does binary mean? What does cis mean? What is, I don't understand what like, this like uh, transgender and then this and that, like, I don't understand, like literally like a child, like, can you explain it to me? I don't understand. Mm-hmm. And she explained it to me, but she could have been like, no bitch research. <laughs> mm-hmm. And that would have been okay as well. Cause I need to do the homework if I want to be inclusive. And you guys know, if you do work with me as well, like also, I don't try to get it right. Every time I'm like, I'm here to help women. I don't say anybody identifying as a woman all the time. And that's okay too, for me, because it's like I'm not purposefully trying to be offensive. And if somebody gets offended, I get to have that conversation with them and say, hey, that wasn't my intention. And they get to think what they want to think about me. They could leave the room thinking I'm horrible. Are they right? Am I right? Who's right? Whoever wants to be right. I don't need to prove them wrong. And so I want you to feel like in this movement, you don't need to prove anybody wrong. I mean, you know what I'm saying? I don't need to try to prove them that you're a good human and you're not racist like it's not about what people are thinking about you. It's you at home by yourself going, "Fuck, I didn't do anything. Shit, I can say something. I can sign a petition. I can donate. I can share with my audience of mostly white people that hey guys, we need to all come together here. It's part of your problem as well." Like that will do so much. It's it's like the little acts of kindness that we think aren't a big deal and they're huge. It's huge. So, less fear, more courage. Less guilt, more speaking up, more standing out. And, and I would love to hear from you guys, you know, anybody out there who's listening or who is on either end of this, that's, that's reaching out and is speaking or someone who's not like, why do we think it's important that we that we speak up? Why do we think it's important right now that we gain the confidence to speak up and speak out? Like anybody want to speak or anybody want to type in here? Why do we think it's important um, I would actually love if I could hear from Miss Lena because I think Lena's here. Lena, do you mind if I put you on?
2: I I first want to acknowledge you so much for putting this together and um, for having such a beautiful safe space. Well, because like you were just saying, you know, there are so many people afraid to talk, mm. and I think just in a space like this where you know it's just a safe container and everybody's able to voice uh, their thoughts with your guidance, I think it's
0: it's so beautiful just to come together. Thank you. So. I love you. Mm. Thank you, and thank you, Alex, for being here as well. So thank you, guys, for having me. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I'm trying to turn so up the volume. You want me to share about anything in specific, or just my thoughts in general? Yeah, like, why do you think it's really important? You know that we, you have a, you have a business. Alina is a great friend. She's been on the podcast, and she's got a, an amazing business. She lives in South America. Like, you know, you've been really vocal, and you mentioned too, like a lot of people, because um, she does a lot of work in America. So the business coaches in America and People are getting slammed online right now and good because they have a big platform. And so as a business person, as a South American, as a woman, like how do you feel that it's that this is the time for us to speak out why it's important?
2: Yeah, I mean, it's it's so interesting. Everything. There are so many things that are happening and we've talked a little bit about this behind the scenes, but. I think the first thing is just going off of what you are saying is using our platforms and our voice in whatever way we can. And I, I think this is calling us to step into our leadership, whether it be inside our own homes, whether it be just with the circle that you have around you, your children, and if you have any sort of platforms on social media, that's another great place to start. And then from there, hopefully we start taking also actions as a society and inside our own lives that also contribute to this movement. Mm. and create some lasting change. So I love what you were saying about justice, because I also think this is making us, a a way that I was looking at this is also, this is an invitation to look at what values are we operating from, Mm. right? So a lot of people, unfortunately, and maybe this is an, an opportunity if you haven't thought about this, we just navigate through life really not thinking about what our values are. Sometimes people think that you just need values when you have a company or a big organization, but we also have values at the individual level, even if Mm -hmm. we're not aware. Uh. So I also think it's an invitation to look as an individual inside of ourselves and ask ourselves, where am I really operating from? Am I clear? Do I have, I I like to call that like our internal compass, our, our values. So if you have no idea what your compass looks like, um, you might just be going anywhere, right? You're, you're not really clear how you're operating in the world. And so this is an invitation to look at your values, like you were saying, is justice, diversity, inclusivity. These are all very relevant to this moment right now. Integrity, honesty, transparency, whatever your values are, is just revisit them and ask yourself if you're external, externally also operating from that place and in integrity mm. with yourself and what you believe in. And from there, from there, we have more conscious action. And so I believe, like as as a society, we were we were operating in such an unconscious way, yeah. Or maybe also a lot in a way that was a lot dictated by our experiences, the environment that we grew up in, and so very detached and without empathy for other people who are living in other places and in under under other circumstances. Um, and so, in a great way, I also see this as an awakening, like you were saying, opening our awareness to. Mm um the reality for other people if we are not people of color if we're not black or african-american or indigenous people because like i'm considered a person of color but i don't i have never and and i can't even imagine what what a black person has gone through Mm -hmm. because it's totally different i'm I'm a totally different group and so and now we're getting we're getting to see all of these videos all of these information that's coming out and it's a great opportunity to open our eyes to become aware Mm -hmm. to learn and educate ourselves and then so important to step into action whatever you can do if you can't donate there's other ways you can contribute back yeah. um even just using your voice this is so important so this is why I love your message so much Erica because it's just even your voice can make such a difference so mm. if you're willing to put yourself out there be brave and just share from a genuine place um and impact the few people that you can or the however big your community yeah. is or yeah. your audience that in itself will start creating a ripple effect and we can all contribute to that effect. Even if we can't yeah. contribute materially, that's the best contribution we can have at the human and individual level that will cont- contribute to that collective
0: level. Mm. I love you. So good. So good. <laughs> so, good. so good, Lena. Mm-hmm. Thank you so, so much. Gracias. Alex, thank you. You're the best. <laughs> Oh, yeah. So I, and I and I love too because Lena has a business, you know, she's she has a lot of partners and people that she works with. And, you know, really, Lena, you're you're definitely one of the people in my group that I look up to because everything you do is like you said, your values are in everything. So I know that as a human, as a person, as a business, as a partner, as a dog owner, as a friend, as a daughter, like this is who you are. And so if you feel like shit, you know, I haven't been inclusive. I haven't been inclusive in my business. I haven't been inclusive in hiring, you know, black people or people of color. I haven't been inclusive in following them on Instagram or knowing what's going on in other communities besides my own. This is the time and the opportunity to do so. And so um, how, to, how to, you know, constructively and consistently join the conversation so that it's not a hype thing, because I personally feel we're talking, this shit ain't going away. This is the beginning, it shouldn't like, go away. yeah, and it shouldn't go away. But I feel like as in, you're going to be seeing these things. And and as Will Smith said, you know, racism has always existed. It's just being filmed now. <laughs> like it's now being filmed. And thank goodness for the internet, you know. Um, and this has been the first week for me that I've felt Like, holy shit, Instagrams, whoa, too much. I've never felt that. I never felt that during COVID. I've never felt Instagrams too much. But this week I even felt like, oh my gosh, because as Hamish said in the beginning, if you're going to be an ally and you're going to be here and you're going to be doing this, you also need to look after yourself because you can't burn yourself martyrdom to the ground and then you're not useful. And I, I would love for this to be a part of continuation. Um, and so we want to give you some things that you could do. Um, and I don't have all the answers at all. This is not your one-stop shop. Please don't make it that. Um, yeah, Instagram is a lot, Natasha. I feel you. Um, but as you said, Lena, if you have 50 followers or five, especially if you're not black and you're not a person of color. Imagine what you can do with those five people. You can be like the light. You can be the example. You can go first. Like that's actually, if you want to know for real, what's going to change this. That's actually what's going to change it. Yes. What we do at home. Yes. Talking to our kids. But, but like Gemma was saying, or Gabby speaking to your friends, uh, Vicky, sorry, Vicky speaking to your friends that don't understand and don't know. And it like, you guys, I love you, but it's fucking not good enough to be like, I don't know what to say. So I'm not going to say shit. Like it's not, it's not going to help. The silence is murder. Like the silence, like, I'm not saying you're a murderer, but silence is murder. Silence is like, I'm okay with what's happening. And if you're not okay, you have got to be like, I'm not okay with this. I don't know what to do. I'm trying my best. Here's what I found. If you're interested, and don't worry about your Instagram becoming an activism Instagram. Yes, you can get back to sharing your photography. Yes, you can get back to your life. Of course you can. But right now, while there's massive momentum going on globally This is a beautiful opportunity to join and add to the snowball so that people everywhere start getting involved. And so these petitions that have timelines that need to be signed by a certain date for the governments, get your signature Mm -hmm. so that, you know, the donations that need to be done for right now, get the $5, literally $5, like whatever you can give.
1: And like, like Lena was saying, um, if it's your value, you know, if, if, if these are your values, and you see things that are of injustice around you, what, what better platform than to use your Instagram, no matter how big or how small, and whether you have a business or not mm. to show who you really are. You know, like if, if these values are important to you, then what a great way for you to display that through your Instagrams. Because for now, now, nowadays you are your business, you are your career, you, mm. you, it's it's not like it's two separate parts now. It's one thing. So, you know, like Lena was saying, you know, we have company missions, a company values. It's like, but usually those values have been developed from the company owner as well. They've been put into the company, and it's the DNA. So, whatever we create in our world, whether it's a family, whether it's a career, whether it's a business, they need to have the essence of our values and who we are in it. And often, I and I do this work with guys. Often we're at conflicts with ourselves. when when we're at conflicts with our own value. That's Mm -hmm. the pain that we're feeling is because we know that something is wrong or we feel like this is a value and this is right for us, yet our actions are are not in alignment with that and then we feel that. That's the guilt. That's the pain. That's the internal suffering or dialogue or conflict that's going on is because you're not in alignment. I do this exercise with many men and it's like let's have a look at your values and then I get them to rate themselves out of ten about how, how much are they um, enacting those values in their lives. And no one has ever said 10 out of 10. Everyone's like, look, I'm a five or I'm a six or I'm an eight or a nine, but no one's ever 100%. And these are the things that you hold most dear to your heart, the things that you stand for. So if, you, if your values are in it, and it's not being expressed through your channels or it's not being expressed into your family or your community, then there's an internal conflict with you. And yep. that's the, yep. what we need to address.
0: Yes, yes. And that's the incongruency. And so I have a post that I've been writing because I, I really, I don't want to scare anybody into this. Does that make sense? I don't want you to feel unsafe with me. I don't want to be like you, Gab, what the fuck? Where are you at? Why you ain't doing this shit? Like I don't want to do that. I don't want to do that. That's not how I want to do it. You get to do it how you want to. Everybody does. And that's the beauty of how different humans are. I want to do it as in, hey, if you want to do it, here's some, here's some ways that you could and you kind of need to. And if you're in social impact, you are fucking for sure. I'm going to be doing that. I'm like, Yo, Get your ass on Instagram because, social imp- because business and society and, and, and Instagram and social media and these platforms, this is how we've made change. This is how we got that guy arrested. We got that guy arrested who murdered George Floyd. It was not the police going to do that. It was not the government going to do that. It was not the mayor going to like that was people who signed and called from all over the world, all over the world. Like Mm -hmm. humans did that. That makes like that gives me so much hope. And I hope it gives you hope because you can make a difference. Little old me who lives in Melbourne. What can I do? Everything. You can do everything if you can be fucked to get on and sign a thing or, or whatever. So it's, it's extremely important that, that, that we do this and that we come together in this, in this time. And even if you don't know how, and so we want to give you some things that to do. And like I said, I'm not the end all be all Um, for me in Australia. If you live in Australia, there's a lot of work to be done in our own backyard. Mm -hmm. Um, Honestly, if Australia was America, there would be riots everywhere. We'd be more outraged because here the injustice is full on and no one's done anything about it. Um, And we have like secret racism. Like, no, we're not racist. And it was super racist here in Australia. So it's like classy racism. Like Mm. they're just pretending that we're not racist. And so I think the work to be done here, if you're interested is looking at the Aboriginal, the First Nations, looking at the art, looking at what they're doing. Um, there's a woman, Dixie Crawford, who I shared on my Instagram. And what, actually, you know what I'm going to do? When we finish here, I'm going to put a link on my Instagram bio. And um, if you're interested, you can email me, whatever, but I'll send it to you, and it's got a lot of stuff there. Um, yeah, we could do that. Yeah, I don't even do that. I yeah. don't acknowledge the country at my sisterhood events. Um, do you piano, know I don't even know how singing, to say it? So singers. I would love to- Okay, good. I don't even know how to say it. We have live events here on the land and I don't even know how to say it, which is bullshit, so done. Thank you, Gemma, for calling me out. We're doing it. So, um, so anyway, so this woman, Dixie Crawford, is running a, a workshop online to learn about aboriginals, to learn about what that means, to learn about it. And I'm like, yep, I'm paying money and I'm gonna watch it. And I'm gonna share it with, we're gonna watch it together. We're gonna tell our kids about it. There's a woman in America who I shared her masterclass similar to this. She's a black woman in America and she's doing this to help people know. And she can do like, I don't know. I'm not black, but I'm just like, what can we do? I want, I'm confidence and I want to teach you that. So like you can go and find these people. And if you don't know how to find them, you can go to my Instagram because I'm sharing and I'm doing the, the links and all of that. So you can go and go level up and learn. There's a lot of books as, as well. In this link that I send you, there's a lot of resources for books to read or audio books to listen to even books for children that you can start teaching your kids. Um, yes, exactly. Thank you, Effie. Um, also, like they said, donate. Like Lena was like, you could donate. If you don't have the funds to donate, you can sign a free petition. You know, something that I've done this week, that's really helped me is follow people on Instagram accounts that I didn't know anything about so that they could teach me and I've donated to people's PayPal just because their, their Instagram educated me so much that I was like, thank you. Little donation, $10, whatever, $50, a hundred dollars, whatever you can do. Um, and I think the biggest thing that all of us can do yesterday, like yesterday is share on, um, in public with your family or your friends on your social media platforms. Uh, if you have an email list, you can email your list and say, Hey, everyone, you know, I knew nothing about this or I'm now getting involved in this would love your feedback, whatever. If you have a community uh, like we do, our Facebook group everywhere, like wherever you can reach a human, you can completely share and talk about this. TikTok is great for cultural knowledge as well. Really? Wow. Okay, cool. TikTok. Um Yeah. And so it's, Creative Spirits, Great Indigenous Knowledge website. Thank you so much, Gab. That's cool. So please, if you, if you know things and if you want to add to it and just link it here, but like basically it, the answer isn't, I don't know. I just don't know enough. You know, we, we get resourceful. A lot of us don't know and we're finding out. And a lot of us, if you, like again, if your value is you want to be helpful, if your value is integrity, if any of you on the call right now or watching the replay, your value is integrity, or authenticity, or doing the right thing, please know that that equals uncomfortable as fuckness. Like super uncomfortable. Basically, integrity is not comfortable because that means that your best friend or your mother or somebody that you love violates your integrity and you say, hey, that's not okay. That's not comfortable. Mm-hmm. Integrity cannot be comfortable. Integrity can't equal comfort because then it wouldn't be integrity. Integrity is what feels right to you and what, when doing the right thing.
1: Irrespective.
0: Yeah, irrespective. So it's, it's really important to know that this is not going to be comfortable and it shouldn't feel easy and comfortable. But if we, if we do nothing, like how Tash was saying that she felt overwhelmed with Instagram, maybe Instagram's overwhelming. Maybe don't go on it for reading stuff if you feel overwhelmed, but come back to it. Maybe go to Facebook, you know, um, maybe do a blog or uh, uh, write something. Like find a way for you to express your voice um, because it matters how you feel. It does. And we don't want you to burn out. But if you go, this is too hard, I'm not going to do it. Like losing weight is too hard. I'm just going to keep eating shit. I'm just not going to the gym, but I'm going to keep complaining about my weight. But I do shit. Like you're going to become obese. And what's going to happen? You actually have to decide the hard work is to stop eating the bad food and go to the gym. Like You can't just ignore that. You can't ignore your health. You can't ignore this because this doesn't get better with us ignoring it. It gets better with us speaking up. Um yes. Also um we talked about trolls um and we talked about so basically you know what to do get on find things zoom like google instagram bios swipe up find people register for things I don't have all the answers but I what I want to do is empower you to start looking so educate yourself is number educate one. Educate yourself number 1. Yeah. Um and with education there's many things there's many things there. Um number two like the the tokenism like about it being cool Or being like a trend, which I'm not saying anybody here is doing that, but just watch that as well. Because if it's one black square and you're back to business as usual, trying to sell your yoga pants and the post before that was you trying to sell your yoga pants. It's like, it's something that you do. It's not who you are. So when I, right now my fitness is fucked up. I'm going to, I'm going to start to do healthy fitness. And after three months of me doing it, it's who I become. It's now a part of who I am. And so I want to invite you to start thinking about, is it something you're doing? And if it's something you're doing, how can you become that? How can you become the value of justice? How can you look at your company and go, how can we make it more? How can we say, yeah, Gemma, we need to, you know, uh, thank the land and and talk about the Aboriginal people before we start an event. Yep. That's coming into the threads of the business. Our business is diverse, but how can it be more diverse? what else can we do? What else can we do? And that's the question, right? What else can we do? I'm reducing my time when I say to educate myself. Amazing. Yeah. Educate yourself. And let me tell you something. It, it shouldn't be comfortable. That's the privilege. I am fucked, you guys. I've never had bags under my eyes like this ever. I can't sleep. Like my sleep is fucked. I wish I could show you my app. My sleep app is all messed up. You know, like I'm, I'm, I feel like I'm, I'm bleeding to have my period. I'm like fucking emotional and I'm having surgery on Wednesday. So I have every right. And my podcast just hit half a million downloads. I should be celebrating my podcast. I should be talking about my surgery. I should be documenting this. And people are asking me, are you going to talk about this? I'm like, no, I'm fucking talking about this. There is a movement going on and I want to head it with you. I want to walk with you. Black people, I'm with you. People of color, I'm with you. To my white brothers and sisters, I'm with you. Let's do this. Mm-hmm. We need all hands on deck. So also though, Tash, I have surgery on Wednesday. So today I'm, I'm rallying. Today I'm doing this. And then I'm going to say, I know that I did a lot and I'm going to sit on my bed and get my titties out and do the thing. And I'll be on my phone again, you know, while I'm recovering, you know, Um, it's so heavy.
1: You better be. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I'll be recovering. I promise. But with my, you know what I'm saying? So you have to know thyself. You take your breaks and things, but I'm not going to tell you I'm taking a break because I'm so tired of doing this. I'm not going to say that shit on my Instagram. I'm talking to you about it because we're sharing this in a safe space, but I'm like, this ain't ending. We're doing this. This is who I am. This is what we're talking. And you guys know I love talking about child sex trafficking because it's so yucky and no one wants to talk about it. And that hasn't stopped. What Black Lives Matter means, that stopped? No, it didn't. Black Lives Matter, and that matters, and this matters, and injustice matters. Everybody to me matters. The things that matter to me matter to me all the time. And so it's, it's finding your balance as to how you can share things, still keep yourself, look after and protect yourself, but don't, don't numb out of this. Don't run away from this. Don't numb out because your little old voice. Yeah, you, we need you. Even if you think you're nothing, even if you think you, no one's listening to you. And, and if somebody has something to say that, right, like, fuck what others think, forget what others think, fucking waste the time, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> I don't care who comments on your shit unless it's unless you said something wrong and you're like, oh, shit, thank you, person. I'll fix it. If somebody has a trolling and they're fighting with you and they want to say shit to you, like you're doing too much, you're not doing enough. You said it wrong. You said it right. Fuck it. They're always going to say something. At the end of the day, when you put your head on that fucking pillow or wherever you sleep, you go, I'm a good person and I did the best I could. Yeah. Yes. Or do you go, fuck, I'm hiding. I haven't said shit. Fuck, am I going to get it wrong? That's your own, like Hamish said, your own incongruencies. That's your own demons to battle with. I will go to sleep at night like, yep, I'm fighting this. I'm fucking saying I'm doing everything I can. And I still think I can do more. And I know I can without burning myself out. I know there's more that we can do. And for me, it's Australia because I know nothing about the land. And I know nothing about its people. And I make money in this country. And I live here. And I call this home. You need to fucking learn. I need to learn. So I'm committed to that. And so I want you to think about that people will always say something and you have a choice. Do you engage in a fight with someone and who's engaging in that fight? Is it you or is it your ego? And what part of you is choosing to engage in a fight? And, and really, when you start looking at people and, and, and I don't want to say spirituality, but when you start looking at people in consciousness, what part of them is fighting with you? Is it really them? Or is, there, is it their insecurities or their upsets or their trauma or their hurt child fighting with you? So just don't engage. I don't engage. I don't delete people's shit. I just don't talk about. I'm like, I know who I am. Like, I know who I am. I don't need to prove shit to anybody. And so that's really the thing. The single B is ignore when millions come together. Even the I think that's important, free.
1: like, if you get it wrong. Yes. I think a lot of yes. people
0: worry about that. Yes, 100%. I can just
1: add my two cents. Yes, like, please. I, th- I, think, I think the whole idea of, like, getting it wrong... It, it leads a little bit to our egos. Yeah, it leads us a little bit to us not being wrong because we either want to be seen as as doing the right thing, or we wanna we wanna we like to see ourselves as always doing good or doing the right thing. And sometimes to be called out or to do something wrong is to make a mistake. And I think we have to let go of that and accept that we do get things wrong. We all do. And even if someone is pointing the finger at you saying you did that wrong, sometimes it's easier to just except if you've done something wrong, I I did it wrong. That's, that's okay. It's okay to get it wrong. The problem is when you defend that and go, Oh no, I didn't. And you don't understand me. Sometimes it's, it's, it's okay to go, you know what? I admit I had it wrong. I said something wrong and I want to acknowledge that and apologize. That speaks more for people's Mm. character than trying to come back and rebuttal and to, and to uh, justify what you've said. We, we all get things, things wrong. And, you know, often we'll have this in traffic where people are angry because you cut them off. And, you know, it's, a, it's a simple analogy, but you know, I, I go cool. Yeah. I, I did something wrong. If I, if I was, didn't know you were there, I cut you off. I did that. I did something wrong. I acknowledge that. I've, I've also been on the other, on the other side of it where I've seen someone else done wrong to me, you know, so it, it works both ways. We've, we've been wronged and we've been, we've been wrong before. Everybody, yeah. So it's part of being human. And I think what happens is the conflict starts up when we, we don't lower our guard or we don't lower our ego and admit, yeah, we get things wrong. Sometimes we all do. Um, I think sometimes it makes me think about going back to children and, and how we, how we raise children or maybe how we were raised not to get things wrong. Oh, if you're wrong, you're bad. You're, you're bad. You know, but that's sometimes the wrong, the wrong way to take it. Like if we, if we get something wrong, it's an opportunity to learn. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what we need to, to, to look at. I think maybe this is sometimes the fear of it. If like if I put something out there that's wrong and someone comes back and says something to me, I'm bad or I'm bad or, you know, I've done something wrong and I, you know, it, it kind of, it, it attacks our self-worth When really would be like, Oh, awesome. Okay. I was wrong. This is an opportunity for me to grow, for me to level up, to me to learn something new. Mm. We're constantly changing and evolving. And so I think we need to change the way we look at the word wrong and just look at it a way of, putting it out there just to get it right. You know, like Eric is really big on, you know, yeah. I'm going to put it out there. And then once it's out there, then we can have the discussion. It's like riding a bike, like just get on, you're going to fall off. Yeah. But that doesn't mean you never get on the bike. You always have to keep practicing. And But as and- Gab
0: said too, as Gab said, like, maybe google how to ride a bike before you get on it for sure do you know yeah, what i'm saying yeah, yeah. and then you would be like oh youtube video on how to get on a bike which is what we just talked about yeah. we talked
1: about educating yourself yeah and i'm like 100 percent educate yourself but if you're still worried about getting it wrong there is a point where you just got to be like okay let me just put it out there if i get it wrong then i'm going to learn something from that and mm-hmm. there's a there's i think there's a i think where people get frustrated or get angry is when you try to defend and, and pretend that you weren't wrong yeah, and it's okay to go, okay, I was wrong. I yeah, didn't. defensive,
0: like the defense Correct. is not helpful. Correct, that's
1: when people go, well, you know, you, you got it wrong. It's okay to admit that, Yeah, you know? yeah. So yeah, that's what I would say to that.
0: Yeah, it's important. And I think I've seen a lot of black women that I follow doing posts about don't try to be perfect. We know you're not perfect, you know, just do something. And like, I just, am like, fuck, it makes me want to cry. Like, I'm like, thank you for like, how beautiful that they're like, Hey, you can't get it wrong. You can't get black lives matter wrong. We see you helping us as an ally. Thank you. We need your help. And it's so sad that we even have to talk about this because it's like, what, but we do, we do. Right. And so it's like, I think it's important to, to understand and, and think about and learn how you're saying things and what you're saying. And even if you can in your in your videos, or I love video because people can feel you and, and really hear you text. Sometimes for me, I don't like text as much, but whatever you like, if you say like, I don't even know if this is right, but mm-hmm. this is what I'm saying. And I, if I'm wrong, I'm sorry. And what I'm trying to do is this. And yeah. here's this where my, my heart's this at. This is my intention. This is my intention. My
1: intention is to get totally. across yep. how I'm feeling. Yeah. 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 It's really levels of communication, really, isn't it mm-hmm. what we're talking about? Because we're not communicating well or we don't know how to communicate. Me and Erica also do couples coaching. Yeah. And the number one failure of relationships is a breakdown in communication. People yeah. think it's financial That's why people or divorce. Anything. They divorce because of a breakdown of communication. So I think we all need a, to take a step back and have a lesson in communication. Yeah. And that this communication is this two way back and forth understanding. And you know that when you're in communication, if I want to get a point across and I go, well, you did this and you made me feel this way, that often puts the other person to be very defensive. And so we can break down those barriers of defensing when we can admit that, you know, when you did this, it made me feel like this. It's taking acknowledgement for the way that you feel mm. and for the behaviors that you've had as opposed to, I'm going to keep pointing the finger at you. Yeah, And so it's about opening these levels of communication to go, okay, cool. And to sit there and to listen and to understand and then to respond, but not always to respond with a defensive, oh yeah, but you don't understand. And yeah, but you did this and that you did this and we're not actually Defend, getting anywhere. Yeah, yeah. So I, I think this is really about how we can communicate better. Mm. And one of my mentors was like, you know, you've got two ears and one mouth. So you should listen twice as much as you speak. And sometimes we need to kind of do that. We need to listen harder, mm. really listen, not listen with a response. Mm. Listen, listen, take it in. Let me let me let me listen to you. Let me be and I guess what we're saying is be present. We're trying to be present with it so that once we can hear it and, and take it in and understand it, then we can have a response based on what we've heard, not based on what we want to say next, Mm. which I think is where sometimes a conversation gets um, lost.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's so good. And obviously everybody's going to disagree. Like we're all different humans with different backgrounds, with different upbringings, with different beliefs and values. And so it is normal that people will not agree with everything you have to say. And it is normal that you have a different way of seeing things. You know, we saw it with COVID right? We saw, we see it in America with presidential stuff and things going on here in Australia. Like we see this. So I think the defense is optional, just like I believe the guilt is optional. I think the awareness is really where we need to sit. And I think that the aligned action, once we know who we are and what we want to contribute and how much we can, and for some of you, some of you messaged me and were like, you know, I don't really like to protest. I don't really like rallies. I don't want to bring my kids. Like, you got to know yourself, you know, like it might not be that for you. And that doesn't mean anything. It means that that's not your outlet. You know, you may write poetry and you might not even share it on Instagram, but that's your outlet. Like, it's not about showing it and being social, but if you have a business or you have an influence or a following, you have the opportunity to actually change the world by messaging and speaking out and, and sharing what it is that you're doing to add to this, to this movement. Um, Gemma saying, "What I find infuriating is that we know what happens when in- inequality plays out. The movie Avatar is the blueprint for what happens when people are not treated equally. We watch the movies, we can see the inequality around us, um, but we're all a part of the system and it's fucked. Yes, mm-hmm. yeah, it's fucked. But also, how great that it's fucked because we can fix it. Like, how great that ki- you know kids are hungry because then we can create foundations and feed them. Like, there's also this beautiful part of this. Like, this year is crazy, but I think it's been the best year that humanity has had." like the best year, because we're really getting to strip back and see all of the inconsistencies and all of the injustices and all of the lies and shit with the politics and people and media. And wow, media has taken a beating this year. Like we're really seeing the media for what it is Mm -hmm. by the, I mean, by the news, TV, you know? And so this is what it takes for us to evolve to the next level. And now that we are in this, this awakening, this reckoning, this time of, of doing something, the the questions back to you, what are you going to do? And we cannot run away from this. We cannot lack confidence in this. You cannot get it wrong. And even if you get it wrong, as Hamish said, be willing to go, my bad, it was wrong. How beautiful is that? Like like Gemma right now just said to me, hey, we don't do this at our live events. That was wrong for me. I could sit here and be like, oh, my God, you're right. How many events did we do? Ah, Or I could be like, you know what? True. My bad. I'm doing that now. And when we finish here, I'll get educated, speak to my Aboriginal friends and be like, yo, help me out. How do we do this? How do we respectfully do this? And then we create that and then it's done. Tick, done. It's not, I'm sitting in guilt. Mm. So it's, this is the movement, how we do it. It's like process, see, aware, cool, done. Next move. How do I have to fix it? Like you fall down and you get up again and again and again, multiple times. And so I hope that this gives you a little bit of insight to go. You can't get it wrong. We need you. It doesn't matter who you are or where you're from we need your voice you can get involved and it will be helpful because we're changing the world one person and one voice at a time that we have to educate ourselves and do our research so that we're not offensive and if we are that we can not be defensive and say i'm sorry i did wrong cool not make it about us But flip it back to now, how can we add and and serve and that we need to let go of what people are going to think about us because there's no way we're going to get other people's opinions right. And integrity is uncomfortable and speaking up is uncomfortable And, and discomfort is where we grow. And that is what we all need right now is some discomfort so that we can grow. Just be aware. Be aware. You can't mess this up. We love you guys. We're so happy that you are here and that you're open to doing it. Um, Find your voice. Don't Mm -hmm. avoid it because honestly, and especially if you have a business, start talking to your team, start talking to your suppliers, um, start looking at your Instagram, start checking out your podcast, start looking at how you can integrate this. This is a great wake up call for many a great wake-up call for many. Um, and I think it's going to, I know it's going to be incredible and amazing as we move through this um, with more justice and more equality for everyone. Um, it's a great time. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's a great time. What I would love to say as well, which um, we can end on this, is don't get bogged down. You know, there's going to be a bit of, oh, shit, emotional drainage. This is not a happy-go-lucky topic. Mm-hmm. So expect that you're going to feel stressed and tired and fuck, it's full on. But that that's like... I feel like that's part of our human experience and also that's not all there is. There's more, there's people doing things. There's amazing police officers. There's amazing people of color with police officers and black people hugging and speaking. There's so much good. There's so much good. So don't let yourself get drained into the life is fucked up. The world's a bad place. That outlook and that belief system is not going to help you and you're not going to help us. So if you can realize that it is heavy and tap in and tap out when you need to, but do not tap out forever. Come back come back to it and, and better than come back, make it a part of your life so that it into, integrates into you.
1: Yeah. And yeah. if I can just add, just to finish um, as well, um, I think my opinion or, or my understanding, the way I was looking at this is that racism is really a product or a result of an unquestioned mind. Um, obviously a lot of the work that I do is, and even Erica is, is you know, we, we talk about going back and managing our mind and you have to realize that, Uh, our brains naturally want to distort, characterize, simplify the world that we live in. It wants to chunk it. It wants to, this equals that, that equals that. That's how our brain works because there's so much information. And so often when that happens unconsciously, prejudices are born. So like all black people are this, all Asians are this, all brown people are this, all Latinas are this. So our brain loves to kind of to gain an understanding of our world, simplify things. And by doing so, even though it's an amazing machine, it can build in these belief systems about a particular group of people. And if if they're not checked, if you never go back and inquire, which is the Buddhist teaching is always the suffering, you know, begins in the mind. So if we take a moment at the individual level to go back into our own minds and really question these beliefs that we have about groups of people, you know, question the beliefs we have about our neighbors, you know, question the beliefs we have, and we do that work and we do that vigorously and we do that with our energy, we can start to understand that the world is not that simple and there's Mm. shades of gray everywhere. But if we let our unconscious mind rule us, then that's the world that we're seeing. And that's why we get caught off when things like this rise up. We're like, wow, I, I never thought it. I never saw it. So it's really about looking at our own ways, our own belief systems, inquiring our own minds so that we can be, so we can see the world for what it really is, Mm. for the reality that it really is, because all of us, us included, are blinded by our own um, understandings and beliefs of the world. So that's where you can start, everyone can start. Before you share, before you educate, look at your own um, belief systems and ideas about groups of people, because that's what separates us. And Mm. once you realise that and you go deeper into it, you really find out that we're all just one human race and one one per people. Mm-hmm. We're not actually separated by anything. We might look different. We might have different cultures, and we can learn to love and respect that for what it is, as opposed to looking as that as something as as different. Mm-hmm. And um, I always remember um, that movie, um, the bobsled team. You know, the Jamaican bobsled team. Cool yes, runnings. Cool runnings. And the guy said, you know, because it was like you know Jamaicans had come and there was to the bobsled, which really is really weird. Which is what well, you know. And the guy said, you know, um, why do they look at us like that? And he said, turn to his friend, it's because people always um, are afraid of what they don't understand, Mm. you know. And I think that's the the core of this. We're afraid of things and people that we don't understand. So once we can look into our minds and assess that and we can go out there and try to understand each other Mm. and where other people are coming from and their perspective, that's how we build unity and how we come together and start to question the things that have been put into our own mind.
0: Yeah. A hundred percent. And so it's really just looking at, is it appropriate? Are you being kind? Are you helpful? And even, even that Vicky, right. You say a joke and it's a joke and you're a kind person and you're not racist. And you say a joke and it offends someone. And Tash, we talked about this in one of the sisterhood days and and you offend someone, then you need to apologize and be like, Oh my God, I'm so Sorry. I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to offend you. I was not like at all. I'm I'm very sorry. I take responsibility. I won't do that again. And then you let it go. You don't leave going. I'm a horrible person. I can't believe because in your heart, if your intention wasn't to be rude and you were joking and you just weren't educated, you need to educate yourself, not do that again. And that's it. It's like, oh shit. Okay. doesn't mean you're, you're a horrible person and forever you're ruined and you're bad. Like what's going on with Marie Forleo. And if you don't know, maybe it's too heavy for you to look at, but big thing. And I see the beauty in it is she gets to learn. She gets to make a different decision. She gets to discuss and talk to her team and she's massive. So for her to publicly apologize and for her to publicly learn this lesson and almost be the, uh, what's it called, the example, and go, guys, I fucked up, and this is what I did, and this is what I should have done, and I'm sorry, and not okay. Like, she'll be able to make so much more change because of that happening. And if you have a business, the client that wants a refund, the angry customer that you turn into the raving fan by how you handle that angry customer, and not getting defensive, and going you know what? Wow. I'm so sorry. Like this is, you know what I'm saying? Like, if you have a business, you know what I mean? Cause this is, I love when people get angry and they're, they're unhappy because it's an opportunity to really listen and hear them and adjust it and care for them. And then usually that person is referring all kinds of people. And it's similar. Like we just really need to listen right now. And so if we don't know, we need to know, we need to learn, we need to understand it. And we need to teach our children because that is it. Like our kids, our kids, our grandkids, our, our godchildren, our nephews and nieces, We need to be educating them and they only model what we do. They will not listen to what you say. They will model what you do. And this is the whole
1: point and purpose of this, isn't it? Like all of our ideals and our belief systems are passed on. It's almost genetics, you know? So don't think that the work that you do for yourself is in isolation. As you learn and understand and change and evolve yourself, you, you have no choice but to affect the next generation because of the people that you touch and the people that look up to you, they're going to take those beliefs they're going to see you and and you know me and Erica always say like our kids never never do what we say they always copy what we do so mm. if you're an example of it then you know that's going to be followed through in the generations to come i mean you can see two children they don't see color that's mm. that's something that's been learned That's separation is taught so what if we taught not to look at people as separate but to look at people as one or what if we focus on how we're all unified or the things that we have in common rather than the thing that are different that mm-hmm. would really change the way the next generation will be and everybody has an opportunity to foster those kind of belief systems in the next generation
0: Yeah, oh, we love you thank you so much Thank you to everyone for being here. We really appreciate you taking the time to do this. We acknowledge you and thank you. And like I said, I'm going to have a link in my bio. Hopefully you can get the information. If you're on my email list, you would have already got that link because I sent it out as well. Um, And I just encourage you to do something productive with this information and make some moves, um, however that looks for you and start learning and reading and researching. Love you so much. Thank you for being here. I really, really appreciate it. Um, be kind to yourselves and to each other and we will hopefully see you all very soon massive love thank you guys thank you thanks honey namaste thank you so much for listening i so appreciate your ears your time your energy and your attention please do me a favor and head over to apple itunes subscribe so that you don't miss an episode share this episode with a sister who you know needs to hear it And if you feel called to, leave me a review. I'd love to know what you think about the podcast. I'd love to know how this information is helping you change your world. Thank you so much for being here. I know that there are many podcasts you could listen to. And I really appreciate you listening to mine. Have a gorgeous week, honey.